Welcome to Full of Words, the podcast where Sue and CJ explore the power of language and effective communication to drive business success. Join us for practical insights and thoughtful discussions as we explore compelling book writing and persuasive copywriting strategies while having a few laughs along the way. Hello and welcome back to the Full of Words podcast. I'm CJ from Catherine James Creative, one of your co-hosts, and I have my lovely co-host with me, Sue Kennedy from the Author Academy. How are you, Sue? I'm really great, CJ. How are you? I'm really great too. Actually, it is beautiful here in Adelaide, beautiful sunny day. And I'm really excited to talk to our guest today. We have a young author with us. Her name is Gabby Diaz, and she's here with her mum, Wendy. How are you guys? Thank you for having us. Excellent. No problem at all. So, Gabby, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and why we're talking to you today? Well, it first started as like a school project. We were told to write a story, but I kind of kept on going. And it soon finished into a book when I was around nine, eight. It was published right before my ninth birthday. Yes, your first book. Yeah, my first book. But then like about a few years later, I started to re-edit the first book and I edited the next two, which I had also written by then. And we published those. We created a website. We started um, selling them all around the world. But we've now, like, yeah, yeah, no, you're doing well. Put it in you're doing well? Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. But that's in a nutshell, that's yeah. Gabby. Yeah, her journey's been beautiful to witness. We didn't expect. She came home very excited from school at the end of the one year, and her story just started growing and growing. And it's called Light of Luna. And yeah, it's been wonderful to see her passion and to. We never thought that it would keep growing. So after the ninth. Mm. Chapter, I said to my hubby, my gosh, I actually think this could end up being a book. She's going to do it. And she did. And then mm-hmm. she didn't stop there. And then we had fun with it, didn't we? Yeah. Because Gabby's got some incredible characters in her books. And so we then got an illustrator involved and it just grew from there. And it's been a really awesome project to work with her on. That's incredible. Well done. I mean, Thank congratulations you. on getting one book, let alone one book, but, <laughs> but a few books. That's incredible. Don't you think, Sue? Yes, I'm so excited, especially like starting at this age. I mean, imagine when you're even 20, how far it's going to be. Like, wow. So excited. Congratulations. I've got heaps of questions for you, Gabby. So around the words and language, because that's what we talk about on our podcast, did you find once you had the story, was it easy for you to get the words out to describe what was happening? How did you find that process? Yeah, I never really found it hard because I've always been good working with words, but writing a book, it didn't really seem that hard in the beginning. And so the words kind of just flowed. And so, yeah, it's like every now and then I'll maybe leave it for a little bit when I can't think of ideas and then come back and start yeah. going at it again. But yeah, it's kind of a little messed up kind of process because I don't know when to stop, but it just flows. Yeah, it does flow. I think your worst, I think the least favorite part of the process is the editing for you. Mm. So actually getting her to stop continuing the writing and pull her back and go, okay, do you want it published? Let's look at the editing now. I don't think that's your best part of the process, is it? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's always best handed over to someone else, I think, the editing yeah. part. 
it is the least favorite of everyone's because yeah we've been told that it's not unusual yeah it isn't it's because as writers we like to that's our creative process and that's what we want we want to just get that out Mm -hmm. and I just love the fact that you're saying it flows out Gabby it's that's brilliant because that sounds like a natural gift not a lot Mm. of have that so that's fantastic I'm so excited to hear that for you Yeah, and also I've noticed with her is that when she's out of her normal routine, like if we go on holiday and she's out in nature or she's gone and done exercise or played softball or whatever, it ramps up even more then. So, which is also just indicative of how she's inspired and the whole process for her. It's exciting to watch. I think that what you've said there um, explains a lot about as adults trying to write, we often not only do we feel out we're busy with jobs and paying bills and, you know, mm-hmm. those sorts of things, we're not setting aside the time. We also don't leave any time for creativity. And that's where the important stuff happens, really, is that where the gold, where you're out in nature or giving yourself time to go for a walk or something like that, where you get the ideas and then act on them. That sounds like that's what's happening. You're making time for being creative. Yeah, I also, what I've noticed with Gabby as well is we'll be out and she won't have the computer in front of her. So what she does is she asks for my phone and the notes. And so she then starts putting it down in the notes of the phone. So, yeah. And then I just put it back into the Word document. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't lose the idea? You don't forget yeah. it? Yeah. And what's also been quite interesting is that she doesn't write notes down for any of her stories. It's all up here. and. It's been quite remarkable because she's written her story light of Luna is quite detailed (laughs) and I will make a mistake saying, oh, but hang on, why did this character pop through the portal with the rest of the kids and then fly out the window? Oh, no, mom, you'll know there's a reason why that happened. That's going to come out in book three, chapter two. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so she's got all that (laughs) (laughs) It's It's a roadmap up in her head and... Did you want to show off your books? You can show off your books. Yes, please show. <laughs> so the first one is called The Moon's Choice. Oh, wow. I think this is my thinnest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second one is called The Twilight Kiss. Wow, I love that picture. Lotus <laughs> flower, yay. Yeah, my yeah. favourite. We fun with those. And then my second one? thickest one, I think, yeah. Third one is called The Sapphire Throne. Oh, wow. And my... Doesn't matter, no, just show. <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth one, which recently just got published, is The Tides of Time. And it's my thickest yeah. one. It just was released just a month oh, it's, ago. It's a good, oh, they just, you get so immersed in the, the characters and Gabby's the stories across two worlds. And they all have different queendoms and queens and characters and traits and. Yeah, you should be describing it. I mean, it, she's just created a world of adventure and sometimes danger and there's love. So this book, her latest, really goes into the love story between two main characters, Drift and Noah. Just beautifully told. Yeah. Very proud of her. Yeah. yeah. My favourite one out of these mm-hmm. is probably The Twilight Kiss because I like the extra stuff that it adds, just some extra details. They're not necessary, but I like that it gives the characters more depth and more description. So I like that a lot. I've never realised that about your books, that you would have a favourite one that you've written. Is that Do you have that, Stu, as well? You have a favourite book that you've 
worked yeah. on, one you're most proud of. Yeah, I guess it makes sense, doesn't it? Like anything you create. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you love them in different ways, but yeah, have favourites. You do. <laughs> I all enjoyed them very much. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot. They're all my babies, but <laughs> I think the Twilight Kiss really does it for me. I love this one. Well, I love that picture because the, the lotus flower is, yeah, one of my favourites. I've actually got it on my necklace. Now. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that is a connection. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, Gabby, where do you get your inspiration from? Or where? So before your English teacher said, let's write this story or let's write a book, had you been contemplating this story or did it just arrive? No, I only started thinking about it when the project was given. I worked on it outside of school. I worked on it. I thought about it in school and I just described the characters in my head over and over again. And when I got home, then I would write it down. And I would just think about it all day and try and get it on paper as much as I can. Were you doing any other schoolwork at the time? I can imagine you just daydreaming. I'm not going to answer that. (laughs) No, because, yeah, this is, you know, recorded. I know. I know. Trouble. (laughs) It was actually quite fun because we had an older HP laptop and gave it to Gabby. And when we look back on the videos, just the two fingers, like, typing away. (laughs) And now I'm just like... Now she flies across the keyboard, you know. So, yeah, yeah, it was very cute, cute to watch. (laughs) Oh, wow. So it's been a big journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I must admit doing, yeah, writing my books the same. I I got faster and faster at typing because you just do, you Mm -hmm. end up going really quick after a while when Mm -hmm. you do so many. So, yeah, very exciting. The funny thing is since I've been writing for a very long time, I've become a very fast typer, right? And whenever we're doing something on our laptops in school, we have to write something down. People are always like, can you please write this for me? I'm not as fast as you. <laughs> you could have a little side hustle there. Of typing yeah. Up yeah. <laughs> I can make money from that. And that'll be $10, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, no problem. You worked hard yeah. to gain that skill. <laughs> and so, Gabby, thinking about the words and the language that you use in the books, what impact do you think that will have or has had? Do you Have you had any stories from people, feedback of people reading it and how it's made them feel? Well, I usually get the words from, I read other books and I kind of mismatch them and make them my own unique twist. And then I put them into a description of my characters, a description of the setting, the story in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you make um, a sentence a lot more detailed and then put it with some, as I said, unnecessary words, it can do a lot because you don't always have to just be doing what it needs I like to add some stuff that just makes it a little bit better so Mm -hmm. I think that does a little bit to the sentence so you think that sounds very logical the way you're looking at the structure of the sentence and what's needed here and where's the description and things like that yeah like does this need extra or not that's Mm -hmm. interesting so that's giving people more information than just you know the cat jumped over the log or whatever describing the log and the colour of the cat and how it was feeling and that sort of thing. Is that right? Yeah. I think it's also a bit of balance there as well because it's also not just to fill the page for the sake of filling the page. And so it's that balance between having enough description but not creating waffle. Mm -hmm. And so that's been part of the learning curve for Gabby with her editing and having that experience of filler 
it's not just filler. It has to relate back to the story and how's it going to make the reader feel and how you bringing this character across to the world and is it relevant and linking into the story correctly and all those good juicy things moving the story forward I think is what one, I would say yeah and one of the secrets to a good story is to be that descriptive so that the reader actually feels like they're right there in the story they're one of the characters you know yeah and what's been your one of the biggest points of feedback on your editing has been Gabby loves dialogue. She loves creating the dialogue between the characters, <laughs> but sometimes she can do that too much. And so the feedback has been create a little bit more description here, bring them back into the world. Um, it's not a screenplay necessarily, <laughs> yeah. you know, not yet. But no, so. but I just like having the characters interact with yeah. each other. Yeah, and. One of the best part about that is the humour that the characters share. Mm-hmm. I like to try and put in as many funny, witty quotes as I can, but sometimes that gets a little out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right, isn't it? You can write, always write more. Correct. The more, you have, the more you can edit, you can pull it back, as you say. Yeah. But also just to comment on the impact that her words have had, a lot of the feedback has been you're inspiring me to write. So we're getting a lot of comments on social media from people saying, oh my gosh, I'm halfway through a book and you've just inspired me to finish or I was thinking of writing and now you're inspiring me to do it. And actually getting a lot of questions on how to actually go about the process of publishing a book, which is a complicated conversation. But yeah, so it's been awesome to see that response to what Gabby's done. And a lot of my friends also have been trying to write a book after I published my first three. Yes. That's wonderful. Yeah. So I guess that's what I wondered, whether you were getting the feedback to say you're inspiring other people. Oh, for sure. Or there's, you know, people saying, oh, I can't even do it and feeling (laughs) bad about themselves. (laughs) I have worked with many authors that have been writing their book story for like, you know, anywhere up to... 35 years and haven't finished so (laughs) definitely are a huge inspiration so keep it up thank you yeah as her brother says she's so committed a mom she follows through on the story she actually follows through and I said well that's half the battle one right (laughs) is actually Mm. having the idea but it's the execution of it yeah yeah and you must enjoy it I'm gathering Gabby otherwise you wouldn't do it Yeah, I do enjoy it. It's nice to make a whole new world outside of reality that I can control, that I can make up in my own mind. Mm. And not just you escaping to that other world, but allowing all your readers to have that place where they can go and escape. So I love it. Absolutely. I think that's a huge gift. Something I love about reading and words is that ability to hop into somebody else's world for a while. It's so much different from bring them with you. Gabby? Also was writing at times more than one book. So in her Light of Luna, she still is. In her Light of Luna book series, she would be halfway through book five and starting book six. So she would have more than one on the go. Whole different book series as well. I'm writing like five books at a time right now, I think. (laughs) Yeah, you've got a couple of ideas. Some you park, some you've parked. You said, I'm not going to progress with that. So one story has been put on hold. But we'll finish eventually. Yeah. 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 You're writing another one at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share the name yet? Or... Bank. Yeah, you can say. I'm writing one series called Bank of America right now. Um, That's the one that I'm focusing on publishing next. It's about these spies, basically. And there's like a spy um, academy for 
young criminals and it's their journey trying to rob every single bank in each country in the world. So that goes on for a few books, as you can imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, it, I like showing how the characters think that they're doing the right thing by robbing all these stuff and putting them into a new perspective, as usual, because it's not really good to rob a bank. But, <laughs> yeah. The yeah best sure. cool. <laughs> For all our listeners out there, please, yeah, do not. <laughs> so can I just ask? Yes, it's okay. It's, it's okay. a wash. Sorry, it's okay. No. <laughs> oh, no. Just ignore it and sit still. It'll go away. What's doing into it? They sneak in sometimes. Yeah, what age group are the readers of your books? Pardon? What is the age oh. group of the readers of your books? I haven't really thought about that that much, actually. When we've loaded it up to Amazon, you have to give the description. We've positioned it between seven to year seven, seven years to 11. Okay. So that section of the children's market. So, yeah. From about seven years to 11. Okay. I mean, I'm sure many other people would enjoy it too, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We had one lady say, I'm an adult, but I want to read these. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I remember one lady that I helped publish, she did a series of three, and they were like werewolves and that. And I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to read this. And I had to proofread (laughs) and then, you know, format it and publish it for her. And But I started reading it and all of a sudden I'm like, wow. Book one, I was crying and I had to go back and finish proofreading and then I just emailed her straight away and said, oh, my goodness, when is the next one ready? I need to know what happened. Oh, that's awesome. Need to know. Yeah, you'll enjoy Gabby's Light of Luna because all her characters turn into these mythical creatures, some mythical, some non-mythical, and, yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah, this lady t- turned my perspective not liking those kind of books to liking them now yeah. so okay. yeah and you mentioned Wendy the publishing we probably don't have time to have that conversation Sue does publishing as well so she knows a bit about it yes. but have you gone down the self-publishing pathway and had to learn all those skills yeah we have and luckily for me I'd actually helped my boss publish his first book the year before so uh-huh. I actually knew what to do So that was a huge, huge help for me. And yeah, so it was a blessing in a way that I'd walked that path already. So the thing is, not everyone, majority of people wouldn't know where to start. And it's still overwhelming. It's still incredibly overwhelming for me in terms of how do I get her books out there in the world. So if you self-publish, that in itself has its own challenges too. We were, you're okay, you're okay. We were, the wasp is going around and she's starting to, um, we were selling her books overseas and, you know, eventually the, the postage was costing more than the books themselves. Yeah. So it's those kind of challenges that we're still trying to figure out. And I think I've just read a book on publishing. It's a, a fictional book, but it's a quite a, a scathing look at the publishing industry. And I think when you have a publisher behind you, they do all that sort of stuff. So they soak up the postage and they've got the money to do all that. Correct. But then they are the ones choosing who gets to be focused on and who gets to be promoted. So it's difficult. I think the self-publishing is a great pathway for people to get their work out there. Yeah. It just, it takes a lot of effort from a marketing point of view. Yeah. You have to tell people where they can get the book. And that's just, 
sadly, that's what you have to do. You know, and like even putting it on Amazon is, you know, that's fine. I don't normally, I mean, if people want to put it on there, I, I say no worries, I'll put it on there. But I think there's a lot of other things you can do instead because putting it on Amazon, you're just another product. That's it. And uh, yeah. Very crowded. yeah, you've got to tell people that that's where they have to go to purchase it. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's been a journey and it still is. And you're doing the right thing. You've got TikTok, you've got an author platform, haven't you? You're getting out there and yeah. using social media to your advantage. Yeah, it's We're been, it's been... Instagram, TikTok. And you've got a website too. So that's, yeah. So Yeah, we have our website. That was fun putting that together. We're making videos. If you're thinking about your writing, Gabby, when you sit down to do it, you obviously enjoy it. Do you yeah. think about the, the readers and how they will feel when they're reading it? Does that ever factor in? I do try to make my situations relatable at some points. Like sometimes I'll do something that's completely out of the blue. I don't think it will ever happen. And then sometimes I'll try to rope in a very common situation to try and make it more easy to understand to my readers. So that they can see themselves perhaps? Yeah. Within the, yeah, in the actually cabinet. in that world, yeah. Yeah. And what's the best bit of, like, feedback you've had from someone or, like, best bit of comment on your book that you've seen? Well, there's been a lot, um, especially in the TikTok comments. Those are the ones that really... I think Gareth gives you the best feedback. Yeah, Gareth is my editor and my writing coach. Yeah, he gives me a lot of great feedback on how to express the characters more and add more description, not dialogue. He's actually also the one that keeps reminding her about her audience and creating the hero character and the journey that they go on and how she's got to pull the audience into the hero's world, whether it's sorrow or joy or love at the time and the trajectory that he's on or she's on. And so he's just very good at acknowledging when she's done something right and well and he's also just very good at saying to her nope there's a hole in that there's a gap there you need to spend more time you need to come back puts a lot of questions and he does it in a a way that's funny as well so Mm -hmm. he's got a lot of humor with it and Um, also not making it too easy for the characters to achieve their goal yeah yeah awesome and have you got an underlying message to your audience about the books that you've written well, my whole kind of series doesn't have like a moral, but at the end, I'm going to try and not do any spoilers. My kind of thing about it is like the light, since it's the light of Luna, is that there will always be light at the end of like a dark night, kind oh. of. That's kind oh, of that is so that's what follows the series. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. That's a great message for people too. I think we all need those messages. Yeah. <laughs> Silver lining, yeah. Yeah. Okay, and so where can people get a hold of your books? Uh, you can find them on my website. You can search it up at gabbydeas.com.au. Yep. Yeah, you find it in the Gabby's book section of the website. Excellent. And you can find more about it on TikTok at Wendy and Gabby. Yeah, yeah. Wendy and Gabby. Yeah, her books are, um, you can either obviously purchase them, the hard copy or the digital versions as well. Brilliant. There's postage on the digital versions. 
Yeah. Yes, exactly. I love reading books and I don't have a Kindle or a, an iPad or anything that I read on. But uh, yeah, I appreciate that the postage is just ridiculously expensive. Yeah, it was getting just to a point where it wasn't sustainable, to be honest, you know, which is quite sad in a way. But And also the actual book, once you finish reading it, it kind of just sits there. Whereas the digital copy, it mm-hmm. doesn't take up any space and you can just mm-hmm. go back on it. But they're so pretty, Gab. Yeah, they I are. like looking at them. and they yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah, so we've got another five to publish. She finished all nine books uh, last year, September. So we are hoping to get out. We will get out two this year, hoping for three. So taking us from five to seven and then the next two after that next year and in I can't keep up with her to be honest because then I know she's going to have finished th- this other story and <laughs> so we'll just keep going as long as she keeps going you'll have a yeah. full-time job soon Wendy <laughs> I know she already does. Yeah. <laughs> I know it was pretty intense uh, getting the three books out last year or the year before and then we only got one out last year but we're going to ramp it up again and we're going to try and get a you know the goal for me was for her just to have them in her hands so she could actually hold what she'd created and whatever else comes of that is the perk so yeah we've got a whole rainbow we've already got the other covers I'll hold you hold those doll we've already got the other covers designed and ready to go and each one obviously relates to the theme in the book so and I think it's going to ramp up now with the story I think a war is coming between the two worlds yeah so um, yeah (laughs) They're not worlds anymore, oh, but I'm not going to Okay. Oh, okay. Don't say, yeah, no spoilers. Just yeah. purchase the book to find out. Wendy, you mentioned that there might be a discount for our listeners or an offer for them. Absolutely, absolutely. So I will share that with you and 100% give you um, a discount to your reader base for sure. Excellent. We'll put that in the show notes so that you can have a look at once the episode is published. Sue, did you have anything you wanted to add? I just want to say congratulations again. I'm just, yeah, I I can imagine how proud your mother is and your father, and I'm proud of you. I think it's amazing. (laughs) And the fact that, you know, and to our listeners, now anyone out there that's wanting and thinking about writing a book, hello, look at what Gabby's done. She's (laughs) a huge inspiration, so please take from that and, yeah, get your story written. Thank you. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate you giving Gabby a voice in sharing her story with the world, you know, so we thank you for that. Well, it's been a pleasure, absolute pleasure to meet both of you and we appreciate you've managed to, I hope none of your teachers will be listening to the podcast (laughs) because you're not at school at the moment. Are you going to tell any of them? No. (laughs) Maybe the English teacher who started the whole process. Yeah. yeah. I'm at a Thank you. Now. <laughs> no, but you just say, look, I'm so sorry, but I had a media appointment. and that I had- <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're really grateful. Thank you so much for the platform. You're welcome. It's been wonderful to chat to you. And thank you so much to our listeners for listening in. We hope you found this episode inspiring, as uh, we hope you always do with all of our episodes. And we look forward to sharing some more exciting stories with you and talking about words and our love of language next week. Okay, we'll see you then. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Full of Words. We hope you've gained valuable insights and enjoyed the journey with us. Keep honing your communication skills for success and join us next time for more exploration of the power of language in business.